Hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Two, two Peas in a podcast. podcast, a relationship advice show from two people who like each other very, very, very much. How are you today, Delbert? Stephanie, 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 Stephanie. Delbert, Delbert, Delbert. <laughs> Ah, I'm dropping my resources. So uh, we've got our good little setup here. We've got our table. Got my phone with my notes, and I just I just dropped it, and so now I'm all uh, all a brain flutter right now. But we're in the podcasting studio, which is Dell's music room in our house. And after being in this house two years, it's finally cleaned up and put together. I know we mentioned it. I think we mentioned it last episode, and yeah, it's been two years, and we've basically been been um recording our podcast in a gigantic trash dump i am gonna throw you (laughs) under the bus so hard and say in every place we've lived you've had a dedicated music room so you had that for a space it's a it's a room because i've got a lot of music gear and instead of spreading it all across spreading the love across the whole house we concentrate all of that love into one small area which becomes impossible to actually do anything in well In every place we've lived, I've vowed that I will never touch or clean up your music room because it's your space and I don't want to like be that person that takes over your space. Mm -hmm. And then in every house by year two, I'm like, okay, you got to fix this. And to be fair, you did not touch it. I didn't touch it. You just said it has to be done. I was like, I can't take it anymore. Like it's been two years. This needs to this needs to be fixed. Well, Let's bring it around. We are recording this on the weekend of Mother's Day and you are a new mother. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I, dear, I was at the mo- local Meyer, and there's chocolates and candies and shirts, Mother's Day shirts. Long-time. Jewelry from K Jewelers. Yeah, a kiss begins with K, K Jewelers. But my love language isn't gifts. Um, I totally get why people would want a gift because that's awesome, but mine is acts of service. So I was like, I don't want anything. Just I want you to do stuff Clean for up me. your damn room. So on the list, <laughs> I put... Clean up the room and then some other stuff. And I did. And I love it. And, I uh, feel so loved. It's, you feel so loved. And I hung up some artwork. It looks really nice in here. A couple years ago, Stephanie gave me this picture of a lion she drew from the eighth grade. I'm going to take a picture right now because it's so cute. That was third grade. Third grade. You think that was my eighth grade art abilities? Oh, my word. No, 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 no. That's a three. Uh, I, I, okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Let's take a picture here. Let's see. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's this cool lion. And um, I've always wanted to hang it up. I did have it hung up in one place. But I just put it up. It's right here. And then I got this picture from my that I got from my my grandfather when he passed away. Um, it's, it's these elephants. That's super cool. And I got this like creepy wood cutout of, uh, I think it's a Moses. It's Moses. He's got the Ten Commandments. But it's real weird. And I like it's it. so great. I love it. That's why I hung it up. And in that corner, I have a bamboo sword. And a lot of kind of kind of a lot of good stuff, but it's good. This is my Happy Mother's Day, Stephanie. My gift to you is this nice, clean studio. So this is Two Peas in a Podcast. It's a relationship advice show from two people that like each other very, very much. Mm-hmm. The first part of the podcast, if you've never listened before, is P's and Q's. It's where we take a relationship question from someone who has one, and then we talk about it. The second part is the split, where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines, and then we talk about it. So today for the P's and Q's section, 
Um, uh, we're gonna dig into what the people say. Usually, we get a question from the from the pod squad from y'all out there. Send us these really good questions. But I was looking around on Twitter because I try to keep up on the relationship world, and uh, I found a tweet. Um, someone asking Twitterverse a question, and I thought some of the answers are interesting. And so, Stephanie, I'd like us to kind of give our own answers to this. Oh, okay. So the question is: What's the single most important thing for successful for a relationship to be successful? And the first like ten answers are money, 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 money. If you don't have money, you can't do anything. Um, a lot of stuff about money, like. You, so you have trust and everything, but like, yeah, you have trust, but you know, if you don't have money, you can't like eat food or do nice things or buy gifts and stuff like that. And that was kind of like, let's be honest, we, you've listened to this show before, Pod Squad. You know, I don't know about money. I know nothing about money. So for me, money is just like, it's, 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 you need it. I see why people say that because when you don't have harmony with your money, that creates a lot of conflict. I don't know if, if the thought of it is that, that higher level of like, managing your money well means all these other things you think, I think like rich people just have better marriages yeah or like you know you buy your your boo you know a car or flowers or nice things or clothes or you're able to treat them well you treat them well by able to like do nice things and kind of like elevate their like a good relationship means being able to elevate the other person's experience and for a lot i think for a lot of folks that means like financially well people say like money doesn't equal happiness and i definitely see why that's true that being said, I've had absolutely no money, and I've had some money, and life is easier with some money. Like, it just oh, eases yeah. some stuff. That being said, I don't agree with that answer. I'm going to be straight up here, and I, like, I've met some people who, and it's, I feel like it's a super jerk thing to say of, like, oh, the people in the most poor countries are the most, like, free. It's, like, because they don't have all the money. And I, I've heard people say this, like, well-meaning people, and it's just, like, I don't think that's true. I feel that being able to buy food and like resources is really helpful and really good. Well, there's that hierarchy of need thing. Like yeah. you can definitely be happy without things, but when you're starving, okay, we're so getting off. Topic. We're getting off topic. Back on topic. So, so the first like five, ten answers are like money, cash, euros, different kinds of money, flossing, teeth flossing. Sorry, I'm flossing. <laughs> I have something in my tooth. <laughs> Uh, that's got also it. very important for relationships. And then, you know, there are some others that are like trust, communication, sex. And it got me really thinking about, well, what do I think is, if I'm going to... I want to know what you think. I'm gonna, you tell me what you think. Well, that's the, here's the thing. If I'm going to mock, like, mock on my podcast money, then I better have a better answer. And that got me thinking of like, well, what do I think is the most important thing for a relationship? And the first thing that I thought was, well, communication. And then I thought, hmm, I think that's like a cop-out answer. Okay. I think the best thing for a relationship is... I just wrote down mine. So I wrote mine down. Okay. I just want to see if we'll say something. Um, it's okay if we willing, don't say the same thing. Willingness to not have to be... To, to not have to be right all the time. So compromising? Comp, not so much compromising, but one of like... Knowing that I could be like... I could be wrong. So letting go of yourself or something like that? Yeah. It's, I think for a relationship to work, it's like you don't want to, and maybe this is my own personality, but I don't think that, thinking that I have all the answers to every world's problems and that I, if, if it wasn't for the government, I'd be super rich and it's not, it's not my fault for everything, but like knowing that 
I could be wrong, that I'm not always right, and not to be so self-doubting, but to know that like other people have good ideas. And if I'm going to give my life to another person, I should maybe respect their life experience and hear what they have to say. I'm just trying to summarize it down because I like what you're saying. So humility. I think humility is the biggest way for a good relationship, personally. That's what I strive for. Um, yeah, that's what I that's what I think that's I think you've boiled it down pretty well. I like that answer and I can appreciate that because I think when you have someone who's never willing to compromise or change or fix things or do anything, it just creates attention. And not that you need to totally let go of everything you've ever wanted or dreamed of, but if you're with someone who always has to have their way and will never change their mind, mm-hmm. it's kind of miserable. Well, and you shouldn't I think there are some things in a relationship that are compromised give and take but if it's if the way if the only way for your relationship to work is for that other person to always get their way all the time that's not good that's really bad i believe that's what children are like (laughs) (laughs) children and narcissists pretty much so i feel that yeah thinking outside of yourself um again not being a doormat not being like a puddle that's just like oh i don't know anything like being confident but having humility in the other person's experience, especially since, you know, we've taken vows that I should then respect you enough to appreciate your opinion on things. And I think if two people are doing that together with each other, I think that can make a really good relationship. I agree. Okay. So that would be. That's that'd, that'd Delbert's be mine. answer. Yeah. So Stephanie, what would you wrote yours in. You, I can't see through this microphone. Um, you wrote yours down. I hope mine's not a cop out and maybe it's too overly simplistic. And I think my answer has changed with different years of marriage mm-hmm. because maybe I probably would have said something different. In before. this season of your life, this is what you feel is the most important thing for a relationship. I think you need to have two people that always want to make it work. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like and by always make it work, I mean try new things, be invested in care. Because I feel like in a lot of relationships, I tend to see one partner who cares at a much higher mm-hmm. amount than the other partner. And watching the partner that cares a lot just struggle to feel appreciated and like the relationship is important is a horrible mm-hmm. thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And I just want to shake the other person and be like, you know what? Like if you both were giving a certain more percentage, you'd probably be happier. Mm-hmm. And not that in a relationship you can always give 150%. There's some give and take, but... When one partner is just consistently lazy or sucking, mm-hmm. it drains your will, oh. will to live. Oh, yeah. And I think I've seen sometimes where a relationship's been, well, the other person takes care of everything, so Ugh. I'm good. I've said this before, maybe, but I think this, I really agree with this, and it makes me agree with what you've said, is that say a relationship is 100 points. 100 points. Go. 100 points. And people say, well, if every, if you're 50-50, if you're even pulling the weight, that makes the 100 I disagree with that. I think if each person is giving 60%, no matter what, that will make that 100% work. (laughs) Like, and I know the math doesn't count, but if I can't expect you to be giving more than I do, you know, and if I can't, like, I have to, I think if both people are willing to give more and to kind of not outgive each other, but like work at it together, like, I think, I think that's really good. I think so too. Well, and I think I'm probably coming off of, maybe I mentioned it last time, but there was a USA Today article where John Stamos said he would never change a diaper. Oh, yeah. And they're probably wealthy enough again where he could just pay someone to change all their diapers. But that being said, I thought 
if your spouse just squeezed a baby out of her body, change a damn diaper, John Stamos. <laughs> Uncle Jesse is so disappointing. I feel like Uncle Jesse would have changed a diaper. Uncle Jesse changed diapers all the time. That's what I thought. I'm like, how did he I, change, what happened? He changed Michelle's diaper. He changed the twins' diapers. He's changed a lot of diapers. So, yep. That's my thought. Two people that want to make it work. So two people that want to make it work. Mine is humility. And, you know, some of the other ones, like I said, respect. Okay. Sure. Uh, communication. Cool. Um, you know, the money, the stuff. And I don't think any of those are necessarily, like, bad. Uh, but I, but I, it wasn't, it did make me think of, like, if I think this isn't right, well, then what is? And to me... It's definitely, I think, having humility in your relationship. I like what you said and whatever, because there's some things in relationships that will come and go. Money will come and go. Jobs will come and go. Friends will come and go. These are things that are... Health. Like, these are wavering things. So basing the success of your relationship off of something that could change relatively quickly seems like a bad decision. Mm -hmm. Instead, I think it's better to try to build a foundation on something that can be layered up or grown upon or grow over time and Mm -hmm. communication could trust could etc but money like you could lose your job tomorrow and where is that gonna be no money no money you're broke now you're miserable what now you're miserable and i gotta go because you don't have any money but you can always communicate that you're out of money that's true communication i don't think communication is a bad answer that's not and maybe the real answer is just find what works for you you know what if money's important to you find someone with infinite money that's right. And there you go. If you're an attractive younger person, marry rich. Maybe that works for you. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Well, you know, I want to hear, Stephanie, I want to hear what our pod squad yeah, friends have to Yeah, I'd love to hear what other think. people So think. under the, uh, the link, put what you think is the most important thing for your relationship. And again, no wrong answers unless it's like murder, because I don't think that's good. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Don't write that. Don't write murder. Especially because it's on social media. And then we're going to have to turn you into the police. Yeah. But I want to know what makes, what you feel is the most important part of, or what makes your relationship work. Like, what's the most important thing in your relationship? And maybe you can power rank your top five or something like that. But uh, but yeah, put that underneath. I want to hear what that has to say. And I'd love to kind of see what other people have for their relationships. Because like I said, I'm part of the reason why we're doing this podcast is I just, one, I love just talking, but I also love hearing what other people have to say about their own relationships and um, having those conversations with people is is really fun. So uh, let's hear what y'all have to say about what makes the most important part of your thing relationship happen. So you can find that uh, conversation on our uh, Facebook groups, I'll put it, at facebook.com slash groups slash ppodcast. You can also share it or check it out at our facebook.com slash ppodcast or on Twitter at ppodcast. If you have a question for the uh, P's and Q's portion, you can shoot that over to me at contact P at contact P podcast at gmail.com. And while you're at it, uh, check out all of our, uh, this is our 60th episode. Check what? out all other 59 episodes on Apple podcasts, on radio public, on SoundCloud, wherever you get your good podcasts and give us a rating and review and spread that good, good P podcast word to all the ends of the earth that would be awesome boom boo mm. now i finished my section and that means stephanie are you ready yes 
the split, where we take a relationship article, torn from the headlines, and talk about it. I'm ready to talk. You were writing ferociously earlier this morning on your phone some notes. I was. So I am very interested in what this is going to be. So we had been talking about some research articles and some heavier topics, and I realized we hadn't done just a fun, trendy topic for a little bit. Oh, like which sandwich am I? Exactly. Oh, what your relationship image click deleted. What your relationship says about what dog you should buy? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. There's a BuzzFeed quiz for that. <laughs> so, a while ago, we talked about new terms that come up, and we had talked about ghosting, ghosting, ferreting, kerning. <laughs> You're just saying words. <laughs> But I found an article where there's a new term that's Ooh. out there. Ooh. But in the process of finding the new term, I also found another new term, which tells me there's two new terms out there. But because I hadn't been updating using these terms, like now you have to talk about two of them. I guess we'll have to just do that. I think it. But I think they're fun. <laughs> so <laughs> this is I'm kind of like, I think these are boring. So we're going to talk about them. I know. It's <laughs> like Wittenstein's money. Anyway. <laughs> So boring. That show hasn't been on in like 10 years. Other note, how we didn't, it's kind of fun that we both watched When Ben Stein's Money and we didn't even know each other. It's like it was syndicated or on TV or something. Crazy. But I don't feel like that's a show that people just like watch. Oh, really? It was super boring. Yeah, it's true. Well, okay. Okay. I watched it while I practiced trombone. (laughs) Gosh. No. Um, so this is from the website called narcity.com. Narcity. The author is Haley Hines, and the article is Cushioning is 2018's newest effed up dating trend. And you're probably doing it. Cushioning. That's right. So first we have to talk about ghosting, which mm-hmm. we've already talked about because one of these terms builds on the other one. So ghosting. Okay. Do you remember what ghosting is? We talked ghosting about it a while ago. Ghosting is when you are texting or something back and forth and then you just vanish from that person's life. Basically. And they try to contact you and uh, they never call you back, Daryl. Why don't you yep. call me back? <laughs> Daryl, where have you been? <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> yeah, th- so that's it. So you're dating someone, you've seen each other a few times and then they just like totally abandon you. Like well, my experience with ghosts is that they like to they like to hang around, they cause trouble, they like to be conjured and they tell, wear bed sheets. tell old stories. That's right. So Well and then this isn't one of the new terms, but then we had talked about zombieing where mm-hmm. someone ghosts you but then they like come back into your life. I'm back from the dead. <sighs> yep. So the first term we're gonna talk about that came up, which builds on ghosting, is called orbiting. Orbiting orbiting is that okay we're out with a group of friends and i just kind of like circle your pack of friends and i spin in a counterclockwise fashion as i go around your group of friends honestly when i read the term that's what i thought (laughs) not something i haven't done so this is when someone ghosts you okay so that has to be the first step um but then they check up on you in really passive ways so they might like your Instagram stuff oh, or like a Facebook story. So like they're in your orbit still. Yes. Okay. Uh, which would be super annoying. Like they never talk to you and then they just... Like your stuff. So they're not actively coming after you, but you know that they're there and existing in the, oh, the galaxy. Sounds, that sounds incredibly annoying. Yes. Just go away. 
Well, just go away or be like, why? And then you like send them a DM and they don't get back to you. And then, mm. but they still like your stuff. What is happening? And I guess if the orbit was like a comet or something, you'd like every 100 years they come around and like something and then <laughs> and off they go. Every six months. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. That's terrible. So according to another article by the same author. Is this also from the um, huge paragon of research, Narcity.com. <laughs> So there's three reasons why someone might orbit. Okay. Number one, it's a power move. Oh. Okay. Which is so horrible. I'm like, I'm going to totally dump you. But then like hey, you. look at this. I'm still looking at you. I'm going to drive you crazy. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. It's so annoying. Uh, number two, they're ignorant about the fact that you can see that they're liking your stuff. Or so. I feel that that's probably more. Yeah. I feel like it's more like, oh, I like that. Yes. And then like, but don't you know what happens when you like something? Well, I see that. I feel like it's most likely the power move, but I could see that happening with a few people that might not be great with technology. Or they're, or yeah, they're just not paying attention. Like, or it might be like Snapchat, Instagram stories where the, the who's liking what isn't as prevalent as on like a Facebook or an Instagram. Yeah. So, okay. Number three, they're trying to keep the lines open of commu- the lines of communication open, but only on their terms. But yeah, they're just like, hey, I'm here. I'm still here. Well, they totally dump you and then they want to keep it open, but it's totally what they want. Yeah. Hmm. So that's orbiting. Ooh, I don't like that at all. Uh, so that- And what's this? Narfing? Or what's this next one? Uh, cushioning. <laughs> cushioning. Okay. <laughs> I feel like narfing something really bad. I'm going to go I'm here. Keep talking. It's probably on, oh, what's the website? Urban Dictionary. Uh, so cushioning is the new effed up term for 2018, according to Haley Hines. And cushioning is, or someone who cushions, is someone who keeps an extra guy or gal on the side, mostly to boost their self-esteem, just in case the person that they're currently dating doesn't work out. Hmm. So I believe they call that a side. Side chick? Side chick. <laughs> okay. So it's like having that, uh, it's like an escape hatch. Yep. Safety safety cushion. Plan B. Plan B. Plan C. Rebound. That, well, no, because it's if you just started dating someone, but you're not sure it's going to work out, you might as well have, you know, another little person there. Keep you safe. Option two. That's right. Keep your self-esteem up. Person A dumps you. Mm. doesn't work out. I still got, you know. So a player. I feel like a player never seriously dates anyone. Okay. They're just... Kind of dating lots of people. Hmm. I feel like that was a movie I saw a while ago with Jamie Foxx or something. Jamie Foxx. It also reminds me of Glitter. Doesn't happen in Glitter. I don't remember. Yeah. Because she's like with the one guy and then the producer guy. No, I think she's just a bad actress. (laughs) Glitter is terrible. So. What do you think about this stuff, Steph? I think. Have you ever been orbited or cushioned? Probably. Um, I think I said I ghosted someone before. Mm -hmm. I haven't orbited someone, but that's probably like, it's. I don't know. I think I was too young for that to be a thing or too. I'm too old for that to be a thing. I'm not old, but social media wasn't really around when I was. I feel like we missed a lot of this because a lot of the. A lot of the relationship drama happened over instant messenger. Yeah. Which you could still be ghosted. Because, like, why aren't they responding? I see your super emo quote that pops up when I write you and you're not there. You know, I was cushioned in college, I guess. Yeah, I remember that. 
I guess I just forget about it because I don't really care anymore. Okay. Yeah, but I remember that. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, we're dating. Oh, and you're dating her and her too. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out. Ugh, I guess that's uh, it's, it's how you know he's just not that into you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did. How know. do you know when they're dating three other people? Yeah, no, just two. Just two. Oh, three total that I knew about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us, honey. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Well, that's a good research. Narfcity.com. Yeah, did you find anything for narfing? Narfing. Okay, yeah. Um, narfing. This is an Urban Dictionary. Top definition: Narfing equals nothing, really. Just a word I made up to get another link to Chris. Horner to proclaim to the world that he is no bumper. Chris, don't bump. And then here's how to use it. Quote, I wanted a whole bunch of people to see what a bumper Horner is, isn't. So I invented the word narfing. Are we saying words that are horrible and we don't know? <laughs> I feel so, I would. I feel irrelevant right now. I'm like, are these bad words? Are teenagers making fun of us? Welcome to middle-aged white people, the oh, podcast. God, we're so basic. <laughs> Give me a PSL. Oh, oh, well, I learned a lot today. I learned some new internet slang. I learned about... Um, orbiting, cushioning, orbiting, ghosting. Cushioning, money. Uh, the fact that it takes me two years to clean up a room. Yep. I feel like my heart has grown three sizes today. Yep. Very good. Good job, Steph. Thank boo. Thank you. Uh, if you've been ghosted or uh, orbited or cushioned or narfed or whatever, share that. We want to know your stories. Tell us your stories and we'll share them on the show maybe. Give us a good one. Maybe we'll talk about it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> With your permission. Only is. if you want to tell it in a humorous way without listing their names and addresses. Oh, yeah. Not about vengeance. No about, bummers. About, oh, that was funny. No bummers. Oh. But if you've been um, humorously ghosted and... Oh, or uh, cushioned and you know I'm, I'm betting if you're listening to this show that it probably turned out in the better for you anyway because you are a good relationship listening uh, podcast listening individual let us know we'll share it that'd be fun so yeah thank you again for listening to the show again this is episode 60 we have 59 other episodes that you can check out all on your favorite podcast uh, listening platforms from Google to Apple Podcasts. If you are on Apple, uh, go give us a rating and a review, and and wherever you listen to us, share the show. That'd be that'd be super awesome. I would really appreciate that, and the world would appreciate it because this is a really fun show, and we like bring delight and fun to people's days and lives. Uh, also, you can check us out on Radio Public. That's a really great listening app, and you can see our friends over at Elite Pod or Podcast Elite Network over on facebook so i think that's it for today i hope that you have a super awesome week and we will see you next time on that same p podcast channel and stephanie anything else today for our friends we hope that after listening to this podcast you learn that you can like each other very very much, very much.